let us jump right in there. And the governor talking about that Patients First Act. My understanding, the last time you and I talked about this, uh, since then we're starting to put a little meat on those bones. What is this thing? It's starting to take shape. You tell me. Yeah, I want to applaud the governor and his staff and uh, everybody involved with getting these waivers prepared and submitted to the federal government. It's, it's really one of a kind uh, anywhere in the country. We've appealed to to reform the way we deliver Medicaid and, and modernize it in a way that's going to help folks transition off of Medicaid and uh, into what is the 1332 portion of the waiver. And, and it really is a private insurance market that's going to allow us to have employers and and, uh, and and employees themselves both participate going forward. They've done an amazing job this past off-session getting this thing prepared, waiting to hear the final results from the uh, federal government. But uh, it truly will put Georgia in a great spot to lead the nation in how we deliver health care. What, if anything, is required from the legislature now? Well, to be determined, it doesn't look like there's much on this front other than just to continue the momentum uh, around health care reform. One of the things my staff has done and is we set up a healthcare task force really focused around price transparency and the right to shop this off session. It's one of the big priorities we'll carry into this session is is how we uh, you know really deliver price transparency. You know, healthcare is one of those crazy industries that uh, you don't know until three weeks after you actually consume the product how much it costs. And uh, you know, no other industry in the world operates in a way that you buy or receive services and then wait three weeks to go to your mailbox to see how much it costs. Uh, we're going to do a better job here in Georgia of delivering price transparency and empowering the consumer to go figure out where's the best place to receive this medical care, who has the best outcomes, and who has the best price. That combination is going to empower consumers to be better shoppers of health care. Yeah, another component of this, uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan there, as long as we're on the subject here, we end up playing games with the calendar. My, my wife, uh, going through a procedure uh, late last year, knee replacement, uh, and, and, and we we end up looking at the calendar, right? Well, the first of the year, and we start over with deductibles, and you start making medical decisions based on something as dumb as as what day of the month it is. Yeah, you know, look, professionally, I've been in healthcare for a long, long time and, and have really studied kind of these dynamics. You know, it, it, it's it's kind of shocking at times. You know, most people pick their, their doctor for a knee surgery or, or a procedure because of who they play, you know, bridge with or who their golfing partner is, not based on data. I think we're going to do a much better job here in Georgia of being able to empower the consumer to have more informed decisions that, that are you know, bigger and better than just being, you know, based on a, the timing of a, of a deductible or, you know, who has a relationship in your neighborhood with that doc. Again, uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan with us here, session starting on Monday. Another priority for you, and you've talked about this, and I'm sure you'll talk about it as we roll into the session here, technology in Georgia. There are places in this state, there are places in this state where you almost can't get online. I mean, they're talking about technology, uh, which is so vital to business anymore. What are we doing here? Yeah, so my, my big notion is I want Georgia to be the technology capital of the east coast of the entire country, and and that's a, that's a big, big initiative, but it's one I think worth, worth achieving here in Georgia. Uh, and notice I didn't say Atlanta. I said all of Georgia, right? Technology tech, you know, really knows no boundaries. I think history is going to point back to this period of time and see our progress around technology to be as important as the invention of the wheel. And so how we deliver that is, I think, the opportunities that we're going to create across the state. You mentioned some areas in rural Georgia don't have access to high speed and broadband and and we are working as hard as we can to make sure we solve that riddle in those communities because to me technology could be the best lifeline for some of these rural communities that are struggling to find their way 
Um, and so we're going to create an environment here that invites the best and brightest from around the world to stay here and come here to run their businesses, but also to, to, to be more sophisticated than that and invite investment from around the world to flow into Georgia, to invite, uh, you know, how we workforce develop around technology in every community in this state, how we educate K-12. through uh, This is an ecosystem of talent we're, we're going to try to build. You'll see us through this session in the Senate uh, really focus a lot on how we can remove the barriers to becoming the technology capital of the East Coast. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan with us. Another few moments here. Uh, did the governor calling for budget cuts, 4% this fiscal year, 6% uh, coming uh, the next fiscal year. Nobody likes to talk about this. Nobody likes to do it. But you're asking these state agencies to do more with less might actually involve, in some cases, some places, fewer people, uh, services that will be curtailed. How severe is this going to be? Well, I applaud the governor for, for looking uh, at our state's budget through a fiscally conservative lens. Uh, and obviously, a few months ago, he came forward and said, look, there, there could be some slower revenue days in the future, and so let's begin the process of tightening up our, our budgets across the state. He, he started that process. Uh, we will see the General Assembly talk about the budget. Uh, the Senate and House probably has their own opinions, uh, but we'll continue to merge together and have a balanced budget at the end of the year that I believe puts Georgia in a great place to continue to grow uh, and continue to have opportunities uh, all across the state. You know, this is a great place to call home. You know, we, we continue to applaud the fact that Georgia's number one ranked place seven years in a row, number one state to, to do business in, and that's great. This is also a great place to run, to, to raise your family, and, and I'm one of those people fortunate to be able to send my three kids to a public school that's performing really well and live in a community that that understands the importance of economic development and public safety. And, and certainly uh, the governor and I are, are locked uh, side by side in knowing that this is a great place to run your business and raise your family. One of the businesses has been booming in Georgia in recent years, the film industry. I'm led to understand, though, there may be some move to revisit, uh, not eliminate, but maybe uh, reshape the tax incentives that brought so many of those folks here. Well, certainly been some conversation around it. I, I had a sneak peek at the first part of a report that came out yesterday. Uh, I think there's more substantive part of the kind of return on investment uh, portion of the report that's going to come out, uh, I think, in the next couple of weeks. Be interested to put my eyes on that and see it. Film industry has obviously been a, been a, uh, a, a growing industry here in Georgia um, over the last 10 years. Uh, certainly going to put my eyes on that report, but, uh, you know, don't want to speculate until I actually have have the opportunity to see that data. All right, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, another few minutes here. The session starting on Monday. Uh, one of the items that is generating attention in recent days, Governor Brian Kemp, his task force, his anti-gang task force, working with the GBI to try to do something about the gang activity. The figure that we keep getting from the GBI, 70,000 gang members that we can identify. I mean, we know who these people are, never mind the ones we don't know. 70,000 we can identify, as I like to say, Mercedes-Benz Stadium basically filled with people we know to be gang members, this anti-gang task force. How's it going so far? What do we look for in the future? Well, I applaud Governor Kemp on his laser focus on this. It is a huge issue for us, uh, like other states deal with. But, but let's, let's make sure we properly identify these 70,000 folks. These aren't just folks that have broken the law. These are absolute gang members that focus their entire day on, on creating mayhem in our communities and causing disruptions uh, to our families and to our businesses. Uh, this is a serious group of people that we need to have laser focus on. I applaud the governor and Dick Reynolds, uh, who directs our GBI, at, at their focus on trying to take and uproot these gangs and get them out of here. Uh, you know, look, I, I look through the lens of a father of three boys. Brian looks through the lens of a father of three girls. 
Uh, we certainly don't want to have a state that uh, that is overrun by gangs, and certainly we are doing all we can do here to uproot these these organizations and get these folks out of here. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, let you go on this one. Uh, we in Georgia, obviously, watching what is happening in other parts of the world, the recent developments in Iran, Iraq. Uh, in terms of beefing up, securing our own state, we have our own homeland security folks here in Georgia. Uh, the, the concerns that we should have and steps that are being taken, at least the ones that you know about and can talk about. Well, I can certainly tell you that my eyes, like the rest of America, are watching the disruptions that are happening in the Middle East. Uh, I applaud the Trump administration for uh, you know, being strong and vigilant and putting our military in the best possible position they can. I can tell you that here in Georgia we're doing all we can do to continue to make sure that our Georgians, our 11 million Georgians, are safe and secure, able to go to work and school and church uh, in, in a safe environment. Uh, continue to keep the, the military in our prayers here as our family. Uh, answering the questions of my kids and, and knowing that they've got family members here back home that uh, we continue to pray for and, and keep uh, keep uplifted. Right, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, best of luck with the session that will start on Monday. Thanks for your time this morning. Yes, sir, Tim. Take care and talk to you soon.